as we step into our second week of Advent, we continue our journey looking and seeking for someone and something in this awaiting period. So last week we focused on just the awaiting, what Advent means and how we have hope for Jesus' coming. This week we get the plan for us to actually prepare. How do we prepare? We're given the image today of John the Baptist, the herald of the good news, the preacher beforehand going to tell all nations. And we hear him speak today calling for repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But if we listen to what he says, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's not just this passive way of let's just sit around and take our time and enjoy. But he calls us to repent, this active part in doing something. There's this urgency to go out and prepare for the coming of the Lord. This preparation is more than just, okay, I'm getting my house as close to a Hallmark Christmas as I can. I'm trying to get my family to look as perfect as it is. I want this nice white Christmas with everything in line, with the right decorations put up, everything in its place, no disaster. When the family gets here, everyone sees it like a perfect picture image. But that's not what we're trying to get at. That's not what John the Baptist is calling us to repent. But it illustrates for us what our disposition is when it comes to that Advent preparation. Because what brings up to mind is how are we actually preparing for Advent? How are we preparing for the coming of Christ? Because what it illustrates for us is there's a distraction within our lives. Our lives are so full of things of this world that there's no room for us to prepare. It's like we constantly fill our glass of water that's filled to the top with more and more and more things. But instead we hear John the Baptist give us an example of what it means to prepare for Advent. He comes from the desert preaching the repentance. The desert is not anything like crazy, but it's a subtlety in the scriptures to emphasize a point. If we go out to the desert, what is there in the desert? There's nothing. It's an emptiness. But when you go out to the desert, you go out spiritually to center yourself, to find God, to ask those deeper questions of life. What does it mean to live? What does it mean to really be Christian? What does it mean to be a bearer of Christ, a Christian? How am I living my life as a Christian? Because within that emptiness, that vastness of the desert, we slow ourselves down. We focus on what is important and we empty and leave all the distractions behind. We sit around in a world today and if we track the, the commercialized aspect of Christmas, we can begin to see it used to be Christmas decoration and Christmas preparation didn't begin till about December. But nowadays, Christmas decorations are put out, Christmas things are put out in the stores as early as Halloween. 
because we, we want to be distracted by all of these things of the world. Take on this hallmark vision of what it means to be in Christmas, to celebrate Christmas. We avoid asking ourselves those difficult questions. We avoid the moments of silence, the moment of prayer, to really free ourselves of the world and really recognize and find Christ. But we really don't want to do that. We just want to spend all our time focused on the hallmark image of Christmas. We want to focus on what is ideal of Christmas and throw Christ out of Christmas. A couple years ago, it was interesting because there was this popularity push among Christian denominations with the bumper sticker entitled, Bring Christ Back into Christmas. Because we've turned Christmas into this moment in which we want to turn it into a hallmark. We want to make our lives seem perfect. We want to distract ourselves with things of the world and forget why Christ is coming. Christ is coming to bring about a kingdom of peace. The kingdom of God is at hand. That kingdom is a kingdom of peace and of love. When we pray the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what we're expecting and wanting here on earth is a kingdom of peace, a kingdom of love, a kingdom that mirrors the kingdom of heaven. But we can't attain that kingdom of heaven if we don't prepare here on earth. But to prepare here on earth, we have to rid ourselves of these things of this world. We have to rid ourselves of these things that hinder us from emptying ourselves out to Christ. We have to begin to enter into the recess of our hearts, the silence of our hearts, to find and reflect on those deeper questions. Because if we're going to be the herald of the good news, the herald of the gospel, we're not just going out to spew and to spit out scripture by chapter, by verse. We're not going to just articulate what the faith teaches you and I. We're not going to play this academic hoopla with our minds. We're not going to stick with this apologetic mindset and go out tit for tat to people. But this peace, this love, this kingdom that he brings is a kingdom of peace and love through action, through living it out. And we see John the Baptist as he's preaching, the gospel describes him as having just the bare minimum, eating the bare necessities. So how are we living our lives? Are we so engulfed into the commercialization? Are we so engulfed in the hallmark vision of Christmas that we can forget about everything else? We're going to just consume, take in, take in, and be full of nothing but emptiness. Or are we going to start giving away, emptying ourselves out, and allowing room so that we can ask the difficult questions? so that we can begin to find Christ in our daily life, we can begin to identify how he is coming in our own personal life and how he's going to change and affect and grow in our lives so that we ourselves can become John the Baptist, become the heralds of the good news, become the missionaries that go out into the world and share that. It's definitely a lot to think about. It's definitely a lot to process. That's why we get Advent to prepare. There's an active and urgency to this preparation, my dear brothers and sisters. 
we see the nativity pieces begin to be put out. It just didn't magically appear. For those who go to daily mass know that pieces were being put out slowly and slowly. All the decorations around the church has been slowly put out day after day. It's not, it didn't just magically appear all of a sudden. That preparation we ourselves have to do day in and day out, little bit at a time, so that we can begin to have that Bethlehem, to have that manger scene, to have that place in which God can come into our hearts and dwell. If our heart, our house, our spiritual home is filled with the junk of this world, is filled with this material things, there's not going to be any room for it. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we continue this journey of Advent, let us look through and at the example of John the Baptist and really reflect on those inner questions. Is God really the supreme being in my life? Is God the most important thing in my life? Or what is more important? If he's not the most important thing, how do I begin to rid those things out of my life that hinder me from setting God as the most important thing in my life? And if I do so, how is that changing how I act? How is that changing the way I see the world? How is that beginning to change who I am? Because that change comes from allowing Christ in and less of me out. The more of me that comes out, the less of God that comes in. So let us continue together, challenging each other and pushing each other to prepare more faithfully more worthy a dwelling place to prepare for God's second coming in glory and live out that coming every day and every moment and be transformed by it through our words, our actions, and our deeds. Amen.